Aaron's Radio Show. Very nice, very music, very cool. I like it. Coming to you almost live from Berkeley, California. It's Aaron's Radio Show, the podcast, with your host Aaron Gobbler. Thanks, Jake, and welcome everybody to episode eleven. You're listening to the podcast version of my three songs, a show where my guest provides three selections, and we talk about why those songs are meaningful to them. The podcast version features full interviews, but includes no licensed music. To enjoy the original version with music included, please visit our website, aaronsradio.show, where you can stream every episode. If you wish to be a guest on the show, please complete the short survey on the My Three Songs page on our website. Now here's the show. Welcome to My Three Songs, where I play three special songs chosen by my guests, and we talk about why they chose each song. Today, my guest is a fellow high school friend, Jennifer Lappin. Hi, Jen. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Aaron? I'm doing great. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for being on My Three Songs. You are the official guinea pig for the first episode, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. I am a trailblazer. (laughs) Uh, so before we get started, can you tell me something about how music fits into your life? Uh, like, is it an integral part of your day or just some kind of uh, background uh, music? So it, it really depends on the day. Most of the time it's um, background music and I turn it on when I sit down at my desk and turn it off when I leave my office. Um but it's usually just on, but there are times during the day where I feel the need to hear a particular song and I put it on and I raise my standing desk and I dance at my desk. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So it, it, it depends on the, on the day, but for the most part it's on in the background and, uh, pretty much all day. Do you, some people would say like music could be distracting to them, but do you find that it actually, uh, helps you in during Um, your day or? It does. I, I'm not, I am a fan of quiet, but when I'm really concentrating on something, I like to have something in the background. Sometimes I don't even hear it. Like I don't acknowledge it as what song is playing. I just know that there's music in the background. Like I can't identify what the music is, but that there's music in the background. Part of the concept of the My Three Songs is uh, is songs that bring back something to your mind as soon as you hear the song. So uh, do you find yourself hearing a song now and then and like immediately you're back in a certain time and place? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, my daughter actually went to overnight camp for eight years and she went to the same camp I did. And we'll be in the car and because you and I went to high school at the same time, I listened to music that's much older than my child. And um, a song will come on and I'll say, oh, that's a camp song. And she'll, you know, and then if we listen to her music, a song will come on and she'll, oh, that's a camp song. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, so, yeah. so there are moments um, that take me back to high school, yeah. to college, to different um different events in my life that have been meaningful. You've chosen uh, three songs. Now, one of them was recorded in 1960, but the remake of it was from 1980, 1981. And the other two songs you chose were also from 1981. So I thought that was an interesting thing that these were really poignant for you. Um, So the three songs you 
you chose were uh, 8675309 Jenny by Tommy Tutone, which was from 1981. New Orleans by Gary U.S. Bonds, recorded in 1960, but uh, but re- but pop- repopularized uh, in the Blues Brothers 2000 uh, movie. Um, but he had re-recorded that, I think, in 1981. And uh, The Best of Time is by Styx from their Paradise Theater album from 1981. So obviously that the 80s, and that was when we were uh, we were in high school, right in the middle of our high school. So Right in the middle of high school. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So I, I, I do listen to a lot of 80s music. I listen to a lot of um, classic rock, um, a lot of... You know, I, I listen to all kinds of different music, but I, I, you know, grew up in the eighties. So yeah. Yeah. Those that are, was, those, those are my people. And right. I mean, I don't know if you'll edit this part out, <laughs> but I, I'm a deadhead. So if I'm not listening to the Grateful Dead, I'm listening to a lot of other things. Okay. Um, but I do listen to a lot of the Grateful Dead. I just, there are a lot of people, some are your listeners who don't think I listen to anything other than the Grateful Dead. <laughs> That's why I didn't really want to pick a whole bunch of Grateful Dead songs because yeah. I was like, I do have other interests. So let's take a listen to Tommy Two Tones, 8675309. And then on the other side, um, I'll, um, I'll ask you some questions about it. Okay. Okay. Hello, podcast listener. To experience this episode with music included, please visit our website, aaronsradio.show, where you can stream all episodes. Why is the song meaningful to you, Jen? So, well, aside of the obvious name thing, um, <laughs> you know, other other people had songs named after them, and <laughs> I finally got one. Um, it was it, it was kind of a, jo- a joke. I mean, it's a great song, and I love it, but it was also kind of a joke between me and some of my friends. Um, in high school because I was on the crew team and we would row out of boathouse row. And on either side of us were all male schools also rowing. Right. So, so we were in our boathouse and then there were other teams all along boathouse row. And some of these boys went to all boys schools, obviously. And they would ask us for our phone numbers and, for the ones that were not interesting, I would give out this phone number and some of them got it right away, but a significant <laughs> portion of them did not. And that just made it more reasonable for me to give them this number if they I weren't see. smart enough to figure out that it wasn't a real phone number. But you don't um, think somebody, uh, you don't think somebody with the 215 or uh, area code had that number? They might have, and I feel bad for them. <laughs> but okay. if they did, yeah, back then it was just two one five. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. If uh, if they did, I'm, I I apologize. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I did. I I did it in college too a couple times, and the song was no longer popular. Oh, I see. Okay. And uh, I got I got away with it probably That's... more in college. But that's funny. And to be clear, it's not like thousands of people were asking me for my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it, it was it was, a, it was a nice joke. 
and it was easy an easy number to pull out of your head real quick and and sound it, natural saying it right exactly yeah, yeah. exactly and, and even right. to this day not that i give out the phone number anymore but when the song comes on um i still you know get that little nostalgia feeling of oh i remember this song i like this song and you know boy that was fun to give out that phone number as yeah, a fake number <laughs> that's a great story uh <laughs> Thank you for sharing that story. Um, so the next song on your list was a hit by Gary U.S. Bonds, and mm-hmm. it's called New Orleans. And mm-hmm. we're going to listen to uh, his original recording from uh, 1960. Hello, podcast listener. To experience this episode with music included, please visit our website, aaronsradio.show, where you can stream all episodes. I mean, I've heard that song many times before, but I don't think I've ever known the name of the song or that it was by Gary U.S. Bonds. Um, I think I only knew of him through his uh, through his 1981 hit, This Little Girl Is Mine. Yeah. And uh, that was like a mega hit for him. Um, but again, this song was from a lot earlier. Um, what what uh, prompted you to add this song to your list? So I love this song, but not because it's, Gary U.S. Bond, because I, like you, had only heard of him in 1981 because of that big hit that he had. I love this song because it's the finale of the Blues Brothers 2000 movie, which is the sequel to the Blues Brothers. Um, And the jam band, which is made up of incredible performers, is called the Louise louisiana gator boys okay and it's lead singer is bb king it has eric clapton bo diddley travis tritt jimmy vaughn oh. gary u.s bonds isaac hayes rolls coco taylor clarence clemens who is my all-time favorite for sure from, um and Dr. of course John. from uh yeah from uh the springs from springsteen yes from the East Street Band. Band. Yes. Okay. Yes. I love him so much. I named my dog Clarence. (laughs) Um, But that's an aside. Charlie Musselwhite, um, Billy Preston, Stevie Winwood, Grover Washington, uh, just so many stars. And this was the song that they sang to close out the movie and it rolled the credits. And then as they rolled the credits, they would have the other stars of the movie singing pieces of the song. And it oh, was nice. Okay. It was, yeah. Like Aretha Franklin and yeah. um, I think Junior Walker. And it just, every time I hear it, it just makes me so happy. And it's one of those <laughs> songs where what I said, I raise up my desk and dance. It's one of those songs that okay, like, nice. I will seek out to raise up my desk and dance at my desk. Yeah, it's a wonderful song. Thank you for uh, including that because I, I really um, – it's on my playlist now. I'm going to listen to it some more. Um, and so the last song in your list uh, was The Best of Times by Styx. And so we'll give that a listen, and then I'm eager to hear what you have to say about that. Hello, podcast listener. To experience this episode with music included, please visit our website, aaronsradio.show, where you can stream all episodes. Thanks for including this song. It brought back memories of my high school years. Uh, and, and and made me think also about just how many incredibly talented bands that were cranking out great albums consistently. At least us as high school students thought they were great bands and that their albums yeah. were consistently good. <laughs> yeah. 
So why is this song on your list? So really any song from Paradise Theater is on my list because that album to me was sort of influential in me moving from a more pop genre of music in my listening to a more rock genre. Mm -hmm. And I love that the album is a story. It tells a Mm -hmm. story. Um, I know there are other albums like that and I love them as well, like Tommy and Quadrophenia. Um, and Kilroy was here. I think is one of them. Uh And, but this album was just sort of, you know, in 1981, I turned 15. I was growing up. I was asserting my independence a little bit more. And Styx, I think, was possibly the first concert I went to without my mom. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, with, everybody, with it's a very memorable thing. College, yeah. Uh-huh, friends from uh-huh. college. With friends from high school. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, in fact, you know, one friend even had a driver's license and a car. Okay. Wow, nice. <laughs> so that was kind of exciting. But it, it sticks in general, but this album in particular yeah. is one of my all-time favorite bands. And also as an aside, and not the main reason, but I also thought Tommy Shaw, Shaw, Tommy Shaw was really cute. Nice. He was a lead guitarist? Um, yeah, I think he was the lead guitarist. Okay. And I think okay. JT is the bass player. Okay. Okay. So. And Dennis DeYoung, the, the lead singer. Yeah. yeah. The lead singer. Right. Lead singer. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. why, you know, any song you picked from this album, I just love all of nice. it. Nice. Great. Yeah. I haven't, um, you know, as we, as we, as we grow older, we mostly would be hearing those songs on like soft rock stations and yes. and stuff. They just kind of end up in that, in that soft rock bin, yes. you know, with like the, ba- the, the ballads by journey and, and such, but, uh, yes. yeah, great. Yes. The yeah. oldie station. Yeah, exactly. The oldie They're station. All on the oldie station. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Thank you for your thoughts on that song. And is there is there anything else that you wanted to share about the selections or um, um, anything I didn't ask you about? I I mean I could have picked so many other songs and I mm-hmm. just had a lot of fun thinking about it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but it was hard. It was hard. <laughs> you know, because there's so much good music out there. Yeah. And I don't know that these are the three definitive songs that I would identify with, but they're three that, you know, make me smile when I hear them. In wanting to do this format, my original thought was pick your favorite three songs. And then when my family asked me, what are my favorite three songs? I realized this was not easy. Uh, I think it's um, most effective just to pick three songs that mean something to you and, and, yeah. uh, and, and then pick another three at some other point. So, so, yeah. uh, be glad to have you back again. If, uh, sure. uh yeah. So, um, so I want to thank you again. I really appreciate, you know, the uh, journey of, a, what do they say? A journey of a thousand miles still Begins requires with one, step. with one step. I'm sure. Be, yeah. And, um, and I want to say to my listeners, if you want to be part of this show and Jen, you can do this again, certainly, uh, start by going to the website, our website, aaronsradio.show and clicking on the my three songs button on the homepage. There is a, 
uh, a form that Jen filled out, and you can do it too. And I'm looking forward to uh, to hearing from uh, other listeners and their uh, their favorite songs. Um, so thank you again, Jen. We'll talk thank to you, you soon. It was nice chatting with you. Yes, it was a real pleasure. And uh, nice. uh, and until next time, uh, to everybody, keep your ears and mind open and let more music into your world. You're listening to Aaron's Radio Show. Yeah.